conspiracy theories, eh? Wait till you get a load of this. Hello, and welcome to Cracked Sisters Conspiracies, where a podcast that covers conspiracy theories, mysteries, and all over spooky shit. My name's Jackie. And I'm Cassandra. And we are said sisters. <sighs> Doggy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's up? Oh, you know, it's another glorious Tuesday. It's a Monday Tuesday for me because we had, well, I had the day off yesterday. Mm. It was Labor Day mm-hmm. to put us in context of the calendar it is now september it we is. have entered the burr months this is my favorite it's time hot of as year. shit outside what are you talking about i september october november december because it ends in burr. b-e-r months they meant burr no <laughs> no this is california it won't be cold until february so. that's true okay but we're we're entering spooky season i'm very excited about fall. that yeah i Started collecting more Halloween decor this weekend as I as I do every year because I think I have more Halloween decor than I do Christmas decor at this point. So that is what's eating at my soul because uh-huh. I'm in the middle of moving. I don't get to buy decor. I know. And I don't get to decorate or participate in or Halloween. participate because I'm moving on Halloween day. This is the first year I will not be doing anything for Halloween. I guess I'm going to stop looking at my Morticia costume <laughs> I know. Ideas. We're never going to fucking be the Adams. I family. was like, oh, we're going to sign <laughs> up and so pull it together for you for your last year down here. And then I was informed <laughs> today that that will not be the case. So I might just have to be Lulu Dallas or just be a sad person. Be whatever the, f- yeah, the, whoever you wanted to be. I, I'll probably just be a sad version of myself. I was priming Evan. I'm like, you know, once the end of the year comes, so does that depression. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need to talk? I will eventually. I have eight weeks until you leave. (laughs) It's okay. Would you like to hear about my shit of a day? Sure. I haven't even told you yet. Oh, no. So it started at six in the morning when I had to wake up because I had court today. Oh. That I kept thinking was going to get canceled and it fucking didn't. So that took me till noon. But right before I left for work, because Trigger has been scratching incessantly, and he has terrible skin, just like Alex. Yes, he will eat himself alive. And so it's driving me insane. So yesterday, I gave them all a bath. I did like a double shampoo plus a conditioner, because I heard if you only do shampoo, it like takes away their natural oils. You have to do conditioner. Can you do like a colloidal oatmeal bath for dogs? Is there something like that? that I don't know what colloidal means. Uh, So... My poor child and I both have eczema. Uh-huh. And so colloidal oatmeal, it's a like a skin soothing. Oh. So they I think they have some stuff like that for dogs. They do. Most almost all of the shampoos and conditioners have like oatmeal okay. base. So that's what I have for sensitive skin dogs Got and all it. that stuff. But it I washed them all yesterday and it's not fucking helping and it was driving me insane. So this morning I'm getting ready to leave. And he's just going to town. So I like went to like scratch where he was scratching and I decided to look and I saw something and I'm like, oh my God, is this a flea? So then I start panicking. I'm like, is that why he's been scratching incessantly? And I just haven't put two and two together. So I'm like, oh my God, he has fleas, which means they all the, all the dogs have fleas, which means my house is infested in fleas. So I panicked uh, and then I was very itchy on my, on my drive. Of um, course. So then I testified, uh, went to court and then afterwards, 
I went home and I called my vet and I'm like, hey, what do I do? And they're like, well, you can probably the easiest is to get like a flea treatment. Yeah. I said, okay, well, what do I do? She goes, well, you can go to Teresa's or you can go to a groomer. A lot of groomers will have it. So I hung up on her. I called my groomer. And I'm like, hey, I need an emergency appointment for Trigger. And she's like, yeah, we do that. That's fine. Bring him in. So I fucking jam home, get Trigger, bring him in. And I'm like, oh, shit, if he has it, All do my other, other dogs, dogs have it? She goes, well, yeah. I go, can you fit in three dogs today? And they're like, we will. I'm like, thank you so much. So then I had to leave him, go home, get the other two dogs, go back. Gave her all three of my dogs. And I'm like, it's in my car. So then I went across the street and I got my car detailed and like shampooed. Because that's all it takes to kill them. It's very easy to kill fleas, I guess. So then I did that. So I had to wait an hour. So I'm just kind of hanging out. And then that's done. So then I jam over to Teresa's. They have this flea and tick spray that like kills them. You can spray it on any surface. So I'm like, okay, I need this and I need the pills that they take. The, the preventative. Yeah. Oh, the preventative okay. one. Line or It's some... the other one. It's with an N. Uh, whatever. I can't Free think of what it's called. So I'm like, hey, I need this. So like, well, it's prescription only. I go, well, that doesn't fucking work for me. So then I call the vet back and I'm like, hey, do I have to have a dog assessment? Whatever the fuck it's called. And she's like, yeah. And I go, for all of my dogs? She goes, yeah. I go, cool. When do you have an opening? She goes, October. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so then I called Pet Positive. I'm calling all these places. I'm like, we have walk-ins at five. I go, well, that doesn't fucking work for me. So then I went home and I sprayed my entire house in that stuff. Luckily, it smells good. They make it scent nice. Uh, so I did that over my entire house. And then the uh, groomer called. So then I drove all the way back. I picked up all three of my dogs. But I just washed my car. So I had to put sheets down and all this stuff because it's going to be covered in fucking hair. So I pick them up. I take them back home. Then I'm like, I'm fucking starving. So I go and get food. Then I come back. I'm like, I haven't edited. I haven't done my notes. So I had to fucking do that for an hour. And I realized our fucking episode didn't record. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm so tired. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do we know for certain if, if there were fleas? She didn't enough? say that she found any. So, okay. It's unconfirmed, but it, I mean, it's best to. And I washed all my sheets. I vacuumed the carpet, edited everything. All the internet says. But I'm like, oh my so God. we had an experience with fleas. Years and years and years and years ago, back at the apartment, uh -huh. it started, I think, with the cat. But yeah, all three animals got it. Yeah, because they're like, if you wash one and the other have it, it's just going to jump right on the clean one. And so it's pointless. So Denny has bad skin. He's yeah. got doggy eczema as yeah. well. So when he you know, started itching, my initial thought was, oh, his skin's just flaring. Yeah. Up. And so I don't know how long these poor animals had it. It wasn't until... I started feeling something jumping on my ankle in the carpet. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I wanted to burn the apartment yeah. down. I know exactly the feeling God, that it's you have. terrible. Because then you're like, oh my God, I feel like a dirty person. And yeah. my house is like, yeah. yeah, ruined. Oh God, been there, done that. So, <laughs> so terrible. And then to have the technology fail you. At the end. Oh my god! I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So now we have to re-record. Yeah, we do. Episode. We should be pros at this by now. But yeah, I declared one re-record, and then topic. you give up. I give up, and then or, we're done. I, up. I, uh, we I agree. We are. <laughs> I give up. I also give up. <laughs> I not life in general. Today, yeah, but it's in shambles today. Yeah, tomorrow will be a better day though because mm -hmm. we're gonna golf tomorrow. We're gonna play nine holes with. 
Mr. James. Yeah. Then I'm going to do trivia night. Yes. Which that'll be fun. You'll have to let me know how that goes. I've still never done that. That's why I want to invite you, but you have a kid. And I shit, do. So that's kind of puts a damper in the plans. It's fun, but we'll see how it goes. Cause he's already kind of overthinking it. I think. And he goes, well, I only do this to win. I'm going to win. And I go, well, you've never done it before. He goes, well, how does it work? So I explain it to him. He goes, well, is there like groups? Is two people count as groups? Do we have to raise our hand? I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Is it all going to be millennial pop culture and he's going to fail you horribly? Fuck, probably. But if it's anything to do with movies or TV shows, no matter what generation, he knows that sure be really well. It's, no offense, Alex, but he would be a much better partner than Alex ever. Oh, my God. I did it with Alex once, and we fucking failed miserably. That man is an alien and knows nothing. I, I don't agree. understand how he's not from this planet. He is still alive. One day I will write that book. Okay. But, but anyway. <laughs> so we're going to do the new episode on first. this one first. So I was originally going to do TV show conspiracies, uh, like Rugrats, you know, everyone Angelica, thinks that Angelica has schizophrenia and all the babies all are the characters. But for whatever reason, it just wasn't coming together that and happens. it wasn't what I wanted it to be. So I went through my list and I picked a different topic. There so you go. today we're going over Project Sunshine. Project Sunshine. What do you think this is about? Um, if you had a guess. Happy Drugs. No, we already did that. It's called MK Ultra. That is true. That so <laughs> am I. Is it in the same vein? Project Sunshine, killing people with radiation. Close. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. <laughs> so the project ran from 1953 to approximately 1958. The Atomic Energy Commission declassified a document titled "Worldwide Effects of Atomic Weapons: Project Sunshine." Oh. It was commissioned jointly by the United States Atomic Energy Commissions and the United States Air Force Project RAND Corporation. The goal of Project Sunshine was to examine the long-term effects of nuclear radiation on the biosphere and human bodies. Oh. So you were correct. I, could, I was just thinking radiation from the sun. Right, light. Yeah. So. so they wanted to measure the global dispersion of SR90 by measuring its concentration in the tissue and bones of the dead, specifically the tissues and bones of younger people. Ooh. SR90, or strontonium-90, is produced commercially through nuclear fission for use in medicine and industry. It's also found in the environment from nuclear testing as well as in nuclear reactor waste. So it's something that's a byproduct of something else that's yes. created. Radioactive decay is the only way of decreasing the amount of SR90 in the environment. So just letting that shit run its course. Yeah, through time. And then SR90 can be inhaled, but ingested in food and water is the greatest health concern. Once in the body, SR90 acts like calcium and is readily incorporated into bones and teeth where it can be used to cause cancer of the bone, bone marrow, and soft tissues around the bone. So that's why like, if a water supply is around yeah. one of those areas, you're fucked. Exactly. And then Got you grow it. like a third eye. Or a third whatever. <laughs> Limb? <laughs> I've seen some weird things on the internet, okay? <laughs> All right. So who started this? There's a dude named Dr. Willard Libby, and he was the Atomic Energy Commission's commissioner. I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, and he was a chemist most notably known for the development of radiocarbon dating. That's the shit that archaeologists and scientists use to come up with the age when they find bones or bodies. And stuff. Okay. Also known as like carbon dating. That's a separate function of it. And so he was the leader of Project Sunshine. 
On January 18, 1955, there was a secret meeting in which Dr. Libby said that there was insufficient data regarding the effects of fallout due to lack of human samples, especially samples taken from children to analyze. Libby was quoted saying, quote, I don't know how to get them, but I do say that it's a matter of prime importance to get them, and particularly in the young age group. So human samples are often of prime importance, and if anyone knows how to do a good job of body snatching, they will be really serving their country, end quote. Um, that's just soliciting a whole host of... Body snatching is illegal. Questionable <laughs> people. Yes. <laughs> really that, that was his quote yeah Jesus. it was in a secret meeting and this was leaked after the fact but that's <laughs> the shit that he said okay so who or what was tested they wanted young bodies like i mentioned earlier stop saying young bodies that sounds terrible babies children <laughs> it only gets worse from here <laughs> whose developing bones had the highest propensity to accumulate sr90 and thus had the highest susceptibility <laughs> to radiation damage. Okay. Because the way that I read it is the younger you are, you don't have outside issues. You don't have bad health. You don't have bad eating diets. You don't have anything. You're just kind of born. So what it is is at its purest form. Sure. And then you get fucked along the way. Yes. Got it. So more than 1,500 cadavers, many of them babies, were gathered from half dozen countries from Europe to Australia in the 1950s for the studies on the effects of radiation conducted by the now defunct Atomic Energy Commission without parent permission or knowledge. Oh, so I'm just going to go exhume this baby body over here? It was bodies that died in the hospitals, hospital settings. And it's the 50s, so let's say grandpa dies in the hospital. They just take his body. They don't tell you about it. Let's say you have a stillborn. They yeah. take the baby and they send it off to researchers and they don't tell you. But like, what if I'm one of those, like, I want to do something with the remains, you know, as one does. You didn't have that choice in the, back in this time? Yeah, it gets worse. Don't worry. So the researchers <laughs> used babies and children because they, as I mentioned earlier, provided the best measure of the amount of radiation in the body that was due to fallout rather than from ingesting food or other sources. According to the documents, all of the babies or subjects had been stillborn in the early to mid-1950s, and none of them had died from radiation treatments. They wanted that very specifically known. Okay. Of the collected 1,500 samples gathered, it was reportedly only about 500 were actually analyzed. So, what so they, a third of them. What they did with the remaining 1,000 bodies, I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> in June 2001, there was a report in the British Daily Mail newspaper that claimed British scientists had obtained children's bodies from various hospitals and shipped their body parts to the United States during the 1950s and 1960s to be used in these experiments. After tests, the remains were cremated and the radioactivity in the remains were then measured. So they would turn them to ash and yeah. then measure that. Oh, okay. So they're not just poking a dead body. Just stealing dead bodies. Just stealing. <laughs> okay. The newspaper report also stated that for over 15 years, hospitals in Britain, America, Canada, South America, Hong Kong, and Australia gave 6,000 bodies, of which almost 50 came from the Central Middlesex Hospital in London, the Royal Hospital for Sick Children, as well as the hospitals in Bristol and Glasgow. Those were like the biggest donators. Glad I'm on this side of the pond, I guess. <laughs> I know. Bones from deceased babies were retrieved. 
You said you wanted me to stop saying the other one. I told you. It's all terrible. You're right. (laughs) They were retrieved from countries all around the world. They were ashed and then measured for radioactivity. And those results were then reported back to U.S. researchers. Got it. A British mother claimed her stillborn's baby's legs were removed <laughs> by British doctors. And to prevent her from finding out what happened, or that they literally took her baby's legs, she was not allowed to dress the baby for the funeral. She had asked if she could put a christening robe on her daughter since she had not been christened. And they told her she was not allowed to. And she said, quote, no one had asked me about doing things like that, taking bits and pieces from her. That's end quote. awful. Yeah. I have conflicting feelings, but still, it's all awful. I just about how to handle that situation. Maybe ask. Yeah. Like, cause there's there's people out there that are sciencey or that have a knowledge for the general greater good. So if you ask, I'm sure people will say yes. But like that needs to be your. Ch- you can't just take my baby that was a stillborn cut its legs off and then say yeah you can't do what you want and by the way i never fucking asked but here's yeah it's different if you have the mother's consent to yeah or you know exactly because yeah donating your body to science is is a a totally thing thing. and this is the weird shit that they would do with it when that's fine if you have a consenting well yeah you make your peace like you you, yeah you're under the impression that you're doing something for the greater good to help further Mm -hmm. scientific development what actually happens, you don't know, but that is the thought that you are left with that you are giving back to the world. By- and maybe you would get a chance to say goodbye or put the fucking Close christening the- gown on. Yes. You don't need to know what they do afterward, but let the mom have her fucking. And I'm like, second. my conflicting feeling is like, if I experience something traumatic like that, I probably would not want to deal with that. But everyone processes yeah. grief in a different way. But I guess back in the 50s and 60s, like now, if you have a stillborn or something like that, you have the option. It can obviously. be a very involved. But you're allowed to hold them. You're allowed to yeah. take pictures. You're allowed to do all this stuff. But back then, it that wasn't an option. So, like, it sounds kind of absurd looking at it through today's eyes. Sure. So, it, it's not totally out of the question, but, like, cutting their limbs off is a little... I mean, that's pretty fucked much. up. But, like, regardless of it was now versus the 50s, people are still people. Like, I agree, yeah. <laughs> and consent forms are still a thing. Yes. <laughs> so, in 2001, the Sydney Morning Herald reported on Project Sunshine and stated, quote... By mid-1960s, the team at Project Sunshine had collected 9,000 samples of human bone from 30 locations. These have included fetuses, single bone samples from individuals of all ages, and whole skeletons, end quote. The Australian samples included 52 from babies under the age of 4, 27 children and teenagers, and 87 from adults. That's just Australia's contribution. By the 1960s, Project Sunshine concluded that plants had absorbed SR90 from contaminated rain, and that was the main way that radioactive substances entered the human diet. Through the oxygen! Oh, through plants. Yeah, because plants give us oxygen. Isn't that how? I thought they meant that we eat the plants. Oh, I didn't think about that. I, was I just guess thinking, oxygen, too. I was thinking the trees breathing out all <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about that. There you go. <laughs> Wait, Both. I guess ingesting. Both. <laughs> <laughs> And then based on the research I'm did, I'm not sure if this specific thing I'm about to say was a part of Project Sunshine or it happened to run along the same time, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's all somehow in the same umbrella. Okay. But the Sydney Morning Herald also reported that pregnant women were given radioactive cocktails and male prisoners had their testicles radiated. Oh, like against their will. 
So in total, 91 pregnant women had been injected with radioactive iodine in the 1960s to monitor the effect on fetuses. Did they have a lot of stillborns after that? Probably. And then they took those bones yeah. and those bodies and they shipped them to the U.S. Jeez Louise. So uh, different research locations. So we talked about Australia, the U.S., a little bit of Britain. If that sounds where the, the primary location uh, the, Yeah. So in 1958, researchers for Project Sunshine moved to Belgium. Scientists started doing tests that were slightly different than those done previously in the United States and Europe by analyzing soils in agricultural regions instead of human bones. You know, the sensible thing to do. Sure. So they're like, we want to check radiation. Let's check soil. (laughs) Like soil levels. Not let's fucking body snatch people. Like you backed into this the wrong way. (laughs) They used two different tests. There was environmental surveys. And then experimental research in natural and in controlled conditions. Their goal was to see the effects of SR90 in the soils, as well as to see how it transferred to the grass and grazing animals, such as cows and sheep, since humans consume the milk and the meat of the grazing animals. So the ripple effect. Exactly. Again, much better than stealing babies. That is a more logical starting point. Researchers also looked for direct influences of SR90 by observing how well the contaminated grass and crops grew. Also, one could conclude that's a natural correlation. Sure. In a 1957 article, Dr. Whitlock, who was the director of health and education of the National Dairy Council in Chicago, Illinois, he discussed the impacts of SR90 in the cow's milk consumed by humans. He concluded that the effects of SR90 would not be detectively harmful to the general populace of the U.S. Oh. Okay. So they're kind of doing all of these crazy tests. Not saying that SR90 is good for us in any way. Even in one year, it tripled by 50% the amount in the like atmosphere and shit. So it's not good. It is still a byproduct of radio active activity shit yeah radioactivity but it's like after these studies they're like it's not that bad if you consume a little bit so it's like they could have done all of this without the horrific shit that they did without all of the dead babies and trauma (laughs) so now we'll finish it up with the investigation So in May of 1994, the Washington Post reported, quote, although some studies on Project Sunshine were published in the 1950s, most of the details about the Chicago Baby Project, which was another name for it, Chicago Baby Project, (laughs) were contained in secret government documents that were declassified only one month ago. So that would have been April of 1994. In June of 1995, President Bill Clinton started the investigation into the project. A Presidential Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments released classified documents from the Atomic Energy Commissions, which showed that scientists working on the Project Sunshine were aware of the dubious ethical and legal grounds which their research was being conducted. Was there any question about the ethics surrounding that? No, but like to the public, they had no (laughs) fucking idea. And they went, that doesn't fucking sound cool. One doctor involved in the research, his name was Professor Gavin Arneal, defended the actions of the project and stated, quote, it was ethical at the time it was conducted, and it was a vital in exposing the risks of nuclear fallout, and parents were better to remain in blissful ignorance, nah. end quote. Yeah, I don't believe that. The advisory committee noted in the opening pages of its final report that the ethical and moral issues in reviewing programs such as Project Sunshine revolved around the government's attempt to serve two critical purposes. 
Safeguarding national security, which is a fucking blanket. That's a get out of jail free card. If you don't want to say something, you say it's a a matter of national security. You don't have to fucking say it. And advancing medical knowledge, which led to difficult choice at the intersection of geopolitics, science, and medicine. The investigation basically stated that all involved parties had full knowledge of the legal and ethical issues with the project, but they continued anyway because they didn't give a shit. Of course. Project Sunshine was not publicly released until the 1990s. So 40 years later, they were able to keep it a secret. The Department of Human Services was called and conducted investigations into each alleged case, which was approximately 1,500. The government was then forced to provide counseling for over 1,200 people over the removal of body parts and bones from dead relatives without their knowledge or consent. The therapy bills? Good God. Right? <laughs> it's not cheap, man. And I just want to end it with, I watched a video on YouTube from Prism of the Past. That's like the name of the, the channel that I watched. And she gave me a lot of like statistics and stuff. So if you wanted to dive even further into it you can go listen to her but i think she deserves some credit because i did steal some of her shit there you go i spent a good majority of the later half of this conversation trying to remember any of the countless dead baby jokes that would like arise in middle school was that a big thing it was the boys in your circles Mostly for me, the only thing I remember about dead babies was if you and a friend were giggling incessantly and like the teacher was about to kick you out of the class, you needed to think of something to stop. So you go dead babies, dead babies, dead babies. And then it would make you laugh anyway. You didn't do that? I did not. (laughs) But I was also not the one ever getting in trouble for being social in class. (laughs) I was the, the, the teacher's pet who was ratting other people out probably. Like a narc. Actually... Yeah, there were, there were instances. I think there was maybe one time where I didn't get excessive talking on my report card. Uh, that is something I'm actively trying to cull with my own child. Because your child is very social. She takes a lot of your, you know, <laughs> traits and runs with them. God help us all. Yes. Yeah, so that is Project Sunshine. It's unsurprisingly, with government involvement, you know, horrific. So. Yeah. So I w- originally I was going to do like failed projects from the government oh, um, because I looked so up bad. one and it was only like half a page on Wikipedia. So I'm like, oh, I can wrap these all in. But this one kind of went a little bit longer than I expected. But the other one was I'll have to like throw it in. The failed projects sounds almost worse because it's like they abandon ship, do all this yeah. shitty stuff and it doesn't produce the results or it doesn't gain traction. And then they're just like, eh, you know, let's just forget. Well, that's probably happen. 90% of the <laughs> CIA and just the government in general's projects because they're the CIA and the government. They can do whatever they want. They can get away with it. They can moral hide it for 40 years. Moral and ethical dilemmas be damned. They, there's no ramification. If it's bad, they're just going to chug along until they're told. Because I feel like they work under the ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yes, a lot of the times. God. But luckily, the main guy, Dr. Libby, he's dead now. So maybe Serves I, you, I for the fuck's sake. I hope I someone hope, removed your legs post-mortem. I hope they took his bodies, put him into ash, and fucking detected his radioactivity and that <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah. uh, well, that was horrifying. Thank it you. It was. Much. You're welcome. <laughs> and it has such a cheery name. <laughs> Project Sunshine. I had to know. That. Fun fact. Did you know? You know the video game Fallout? Yes. The, the bald With guy. The, yeah. Did you know why he's doing that? And I, I did a pose where I'm winking one eye. And Is I'm, he and trying to, up. like, cover something up with one eye in the distance? 
technically yes. So do you know? Do you know how to measure if you're too close for a nuclear explosion? I do not because we live in the 2000s. I was not around in the 1950s. Well, if you weren't, I sure as fuck wasn't. Right. So no, we didn't have nuclear drills and shit. Like I don't know what schools you went to, but we definitely did. Where you had to gauge if you were like. Well, they taught us that. Mom did that. She used to tell me. She said it was so stupid. She was in like grade school and they had, because she was in school in the time of the bombs, I don't know. Uh, they had like nuclear drills where she's like, you, you know, they'd sound the alarm. It's kind of like earthquake drills where you get under a desk and you hold your neck. She goes, yeah. what the fuck is that going to do if you get vaporized? Right. But it made everyone feel better. But anyway, I digress. The way to check if you are absolutely fucked is if you put your arm out, you close one eye if your thumb covers the entire mushroom cloud, you're at a safe distance and you're fine. If not, you're fucked. So the f- game is called Fallout. It's nuclear fallout. And the guy is fucking testing to see if he's close enough to the nuclear fucking fallout. I didn't know that. I Like, I knew it was, you know, a you know, nuclear related. I don't know what the game is, but yeah. I think Evan might have played that for a while. Sounds he had like a shirt something. with the dude on it. No, never. Yeah. No. So if you ever find yourself and a bomb goes off, do that. Yeah, no, no. We have earthquake drills and fire drills. That's what I remember growing up. And then Grayson has that sprinkled in with active shooter these days. But yeah, we no, had a touch of the active no shooter. Nuclear, <laughs> you know, at that point, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're going to be, it's like pink mist or whatever they call it. Yes. It's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, what are you going to cover next week? I'm sure you've given it zero thought. I have given it absolutely zero thought. What episode will it be? So this, your episode is going to be episode 24. Oh, so we do have one more before we do. our 25th episode. Yeah, so we've decided, I don't think we've announced it yet, for our 25th episode, because we wanted to do something kind of special and commemorative, we've decided to do... A special called Killer's Quarterly. Wow. I already forgot. So basically what we're going to do, it's going to be a special episode where Cassie and I talk about serial killers. We're going to pick a serial killer and kind of do a deep dive and about them, some fun facts, just to kind of like change it up, give you something special. And we're going to do it quarterly. So it's going to be the 25th episode, 50th, 75th, etc. There you go. It's very exciting. I'm super excited. Something different, just branching out and exploring yeah. a little bit more. There's going to be a different intro song. So if you hit play on the episode and you think, what the fuck is this? Don't worry. Just You're in the right it. place. It's still going to be there. But in advance of that, yeah, we will have one additional episode to record. I was looking for my notebook, which I am not going to spend more than half a second looking for. But I think I'm going to do the Mandela effect. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that good. one has been on the list. Yeah. I was earmarked that because I, I guess, voluntold Evan that he was going to be the one presenting it. I thought he wanted to have more involvement, but he said absolutely not. That sounds about right. So Mandela effect. Cool. Yeah. Let me just make a note of that so I don't forget. (laughs) While you're doing that. So if you want to reach us, we have a Patreon that none of you subscribe to. It's only a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. You can (laughs) y'all. We've basically given up at this point. So you can do that. You get access to exclusive content, video of us, so you can see what we look like, etc. 
We have Instagram at the same name, Cracked Sisters Conspiracies. That is where we are probably most active. I post every week of the episodes. You can send us DMs, episode suggestions, feedback, but nice feedback. We also have an email that no one uses except us, but it's cracked sisters conspiracies at gmail.com. We still haven't gotten an email yet. I'm, I'm waiting on one specific person. But yeah, you know who you us are. On Instagram at the very least. Yeah. We're, we're at 467 followers. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. But we need to improve that. So tell yeah. your friends, but not anyone that actually knows us. We're on YouTube now. You can't see our face. It's just a video. But if you want to see our face, you have to pay for that. And I'm still working on the logistics for the TikTok. Yeah. Because we got to get on that. But like the quality of the videos that we have, I'm like, it's okay. Is you it, seem like a ring light. Is it? Yes. We're working on it. We're working on it. And then, yeah, those will be just little sneezers. Sneezer. <laughs> sneezers. <laughs> but yeah. we're, we're trying to permeate all of the social media platforms eventually. To get you guys a little bit more interested in our lives. I mean, not that they're super interesting. Obviously. It's pretty pathetic <laughs> at this point. But hey, one person's miseries, another's something. Enjoyment. I don't know. On that beautiful note. Stay correct, y'all. And have a great day. <laughs>